For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Brooklyn Brewery on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Presented by Brooklyn Brewery across the ESPN Wisconsin. Ben Bruss currently out of the studio. I'm Greg Scalzo, Cortland Cuevas, Josh DiMaggio running the show. And, of course, you, the Scalzo and Bruss family. It is Tuesday. It is 5 o'clock. It's time to play Are You Smarter Than Ben Brust? Those of you that say Ben Brust is an idiot, well, here's your chance to be proven right. It's time to play Are You Smarter Than Ben Brust? It is Are You Smarter Than Ben Brust? And today's contestant is Ryan from Whitewater. Ryan, welcome to Scalzo and Brust. Do you believe that you are smarter than Ben Brust? Hey, Greg, we'll see. All right, Ryan, are you a Green Bay Packers fan? Yes, I am. All right. Well, this should help you because it is Aaron Rodgers' teammate edition of Are You Smarter Than Ben Brust? Here's how it's going to work, Ryan. We've got 15 questions uh, for you to answer in 90 seconds, whichever comes first. If you don't know the answer to a question, you you are allowed to say skip or pass. We then revisit that question once we get through the original 15. And if you get more correct answers than Ben Brust, you will win yourself a $50 gift card to Buck and Honey's. Any questions? Right. Or are you good to go? Nope, let's do it. All right, Ryan from Whitewater, and are you smarter than Ben Brust? Aaron Rodgers, teammate edition. In three, two, one. This defensive player was the second overall draft pick in 2002 out of North Carolina. Pass. This tight end was drafted in the third round by the Packers out of Texas in 2008. This wide receiver drafted out of Kansas State played one season with the Raiders after being cut by the Packers. Jordan Nelson. This former Rodgers teammate won a Heisman Trophy in college and has been inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Charles Woodson. This offensive lineman was drafted in the seventh round of the 2000 NFL Draft out of Wisconsin. Pass. This defensive player from USC leads the Packers franchise in all-time sacks. Clay Matthews. This defensive player was an undrafted cornerback, spent 10 years with the Packers, then played for the Browns, Cardinals, and Baltimore Ravens. Uh, pass. This free safety returned an interception for a touchdown in the Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Collins. This middle linebacker was selected in the first round from Ohio State and leads the Packers in career tackles. This teammate of Rodgers began his college career as a quarterback for the University of Kentucky. Randall Cobb. 
And you get it in time. It's a six spot. Six spot for Ryan in Whitewater. That's going to be competitive there. I've got the over-under for Benny here at five and a half. I got him at three and a half. Wow. Not a lot of confidence from Josh DiMaggio, but I know we're going to get some swagger, some confidence from Ben Bruss because there's no more confident Ben Bruss than coming off of a win. Can he make it back-to-back weeks against Ryan from Whitewater as Ben is still not Greg, putting you know his headphone on? You know why He's, you're feeling right now? Why? Because Ben didn't bring his charger, so he elected to, instead of get yelled at for when his computer dies or plug it in later, to plug it in as you're trying to fill. Have my back one time, Josh. He was filling just fine. He was struggling, and he was wondering why he was looking at your torso when we were doing in the middle of a segment. I wouldn't say I was struggling, but I was wondering what was taking you so damn long to get your headphones on. But it ultimately was your computer charger. 800-990-3776. The number two, get into the show. We'll get back to your responses uh, so you can start now because we'll open up the phone lines here following Are You Smarter Than Ben Bross? Your number one takeaway from Aaron Rodgers' interview last night with Kenny Maine. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, it is the Aaron Rodgers Teammate Edition Part 2 of Are You Smarter Than Ben Bross? Ben, you know the game, 50 questions to answer in 90 seconds, whichever comes first. If you don't know the answer to a question, you're allowed to say skip or pass. We then revisit that question once we get through the original 15. If you fail to get more correct answers uh, than our guy Ryan in Whitewater, he will win a $50 gift card to Buck and Honey's. Any questions? You're good to go. Let's do it. Nice sip of water. Are you smarter than Ben Brust? Aaron Rodgers, teammate edition with Ben Brust in 3, 2, one. This defensive player was the second overall draft pick in 2002 out of the University of North Carolina. Pass. This tight end was drafted in the third round by the Green Bay Packers out of Texas in 2008. Jermichael Finley. This wide receiver drafted out of Kansas State played one season with the Raiders after Jordan being Nelson. cut by the Packers. This former Aaron Rodgers teammate won a Heisman Trophy in college and has been inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Charles Woodson. This offensive lineman was drafted in the seventh round of the 2000 NFL Draft out of the University of Wisconsin. Mark Tauscher. This defensive player from USC leads the Packers franchise in all-time sacks. Reggie. This defensive player was an undrafted free agent quarterback. Do you know his last name? White. Okay, this defensive player was an undrafted free agent cornerback, spent 10 years with the Packers, also played for the Browns, Cardinals, and Baltimore Ravens. Pass. This free safety returned an interception for a touchdown in the Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tremont Williams. This middle linebacker was selected in the first round from Ohio State and leads the Packers in career tackles with 1,118. I know this. Pass. This teammate of Aaron Rodgers began his college career as a quarterback for the University of Kentucky. Randall Cobb. That's a five spot. Ryan from Whitewater, you are officially smarter than Uh. Ben Brust. Aaron Rodgers, teammate edition. Some of these are going to hurt on the way back here. Yeah, you mixed a couple up. I know. 
I was worried, so I'm cognizant now because people say I go slower for you, so I was trying to rip through those facts. Well, I mean, you you paused for the Reggie thing. Like, I was just trying to get on to the next. Well, you, you came you back. Can't, you can't use just a first name. You can I use mean, you just the I last name. I know who Reggie White is. I mean, otherwise, get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just Jeopardy rules. Like that's, that's every trivia of rules. You can say the last name, but you can't say the first. Um, all right, starting at the top, Julius Peppers was the defensive player Duh! that was the second overall draft pick in 2002 out of North Carolina. He also played basketball there, Ben. I know that. Jermichael Finley drafted in the 08 draft out of Texas in the third round by the Packers. Jordy Nelson, you guys both got that. Drafted out of Kansas State, played one season with the Raiders after being cut. Uh, Charles Woodson, you guys both nailed that one. Heisman Trophy in college and was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mark Tauscher, which uh, our guy Ryan and Whitewater did not get, was the seventh round draft pick out of the 2000 NFL draft, uh, obviously from the University of Wisconsin. Clay Matthews, the defensive player from USC that leads the Packers franchise in all time sacks, Benny. Yeah, I know. Well, you did it. You guessed Reggie White in that one. I fumbled uh, like a quarterback getting sacked by Clay Matthews. When do you think Reggie White played football? Until? I, I, I know. Just uh, and it's Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to relive it. Edition. <laughs> I, um, again, I don't want to relive it. Tremont Williams was the undrafted free agent cornerback who spent 10 years with the Packers, played for the Browns, the Cardinals, the Ravens. Uh, and then Nick Collins was the free safety that returned an interception for a touchdown in the Super Bowl against the Steelers. You went and uh, Tremont on the I second I believe Tremont ended the game with an interception. I believe you're correct. Randall Cobb was the uh, teammate of Aaron Rodgers that began his college career as a quarterback at the University of Kentucky. And Ben Bruss, you missed. A.J. Hawk was the middle linebacker from Ohio State who leads the Packers in career tackles with 1,118. I got nothing to say. Is Aaron Rodgers going through a midlife crisis uh, on Twitter? At Scalzo and Brust. Two-thirds say yes. One-third says no. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. We'll open up the phone lines once again. And we want from you the number one takeaway you had from Aaron Rodgers' interview last night with Kenny Mayne. Again, 800-990-3776. That coming up on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Loyal Scalzo and Brust listeners will remember. I'm a loyal Scalzo and Brust listener, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, we about. know you're not listening to us. Very rarely listening when <laughs> Joshy and I are talking. I mean, right? Yeah, I admitted it. Yeah, I'm a loyal listener, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Only listen when I'm speaking. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. I think sometimes people forget uh, what really makes an organization. And, you know, history is important. You know, legacy uh, of so many uh, people who've come before you. But the people, that's the most important thing. The people make an organization. People make a business. Um, And sometimes uh, that gets forgotten. 
You can substitute Aaron Rodgers for the people or myself coming out of the mouth of Aaron Rodgers, and you know exactly what he means. It's not about the history. It's about me, Packers. Respect me. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm the man. That last night from his interview with Kenny Mayne, we want your number one takeaway from that interview last night. Ben, yours? He was greasy and gross. He was greasy and gross. What say you? 800-990-3776. Ben Brus, Greg Scalzo, Cortland Cuevas, Josh DiMaggio. You, the Scalzo and Brus family on Twitter. At Scalzo and Brus calling us, texting us. The all-new patented official Scalzo and Brus talking text line 800-990-3776. J-Ho in Janesville says Aaron Rodgers looks to me like he wants to sit around all day getting high and listening to the dead. Then sitting around a campfire at night with his acoustic guitar singing Kumbaya and talking. Philosophy. Josh, you should reach out on Thursday when we have Grateful Dead Thursdays here on Scalzo and Brust. I think Aaron would love it. Aaron's still stuck on Ben Harper level. He's yeah. not up to the Grateful Dead level. So I you're saying, as you guys have mentioned, that's entry level into Aaron's weed smoking? Yeah, it's it's love. It's the first introductory class. He's just getting started. But that scenario the texter described allegedly sounds pretty good. Fun, maybe? I mean, it's not, not the worst day. 800-990-3776. Weed is tight. Sing your kumbaya. What was that? I, 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 don't, I was just saying kumbaya. I, I, I don't have a kumbaya song to sing. You know, God. roll it and light it. Ron in the key. Welcome to Scalzo and Brust. Uh, I didn't quite have the Aaron using people as a pronoun for himself, Gregory, but... He was basically just trying to play the narrative of connect the common man to him. Like, you know, whatever organization you work for, it's about you, not about them. You know, I'm just a common man, just like the rest of you. I, you know, we're all married to movie stars. We all make millions and millions of dollars. I I felt he was framing it that way. Um, and while I have no empathy, you know, for organizations, um, you know, the pro sports, it's millionaires versus billionaires. Like, yeah, I'm not buying what Aaron's selling. And I didn't really get out. I mean, I, I was surprised. I didn't think Kenny was going to ask him anything. I thought it was going to be all about Kenny at best. Like maybe like they joke about being forced out of an organization, like one pointing at the other and the other one pointed back. Um, but like this isn't getting resolved, I don't think. It's literally going to be who draws the, the biggest line in the sand. Packers are going to try to call his bluff, and then it will be, you know, just a game of chicken. And it, that's not great for Packer fans, I don't think. No, it is not. It will be interesting to see how that does play out because I do who think do those think are going to be – two pretty big lines in the sand. Well, uh, I, I honestly don't think either of them win. I think they end up both losing. No, I, I think... mean, but, but who blinks, right? Do they who, – what ends up happening? Does Aaron hold I, I out think... to the point that they trade him? Or... I think if, if it happens, Ron, I believe they it won't happen until we're in the season. Oh, Josh, why, do we still have Ron? 
I mean, yeah. He's, that's bring, all... bring, bring Ron back real quick because I'll answer the Packers question and then me and Ben want to just resolve some issues that are outstanding between Josh and Ron, which is why Josh is trying to hang up on him because he's so conflict averse. Um, but yeah, I, I think it won't happen until I think both of them will stand their ground until they get into the season. And then I think it's a matter of will Rodgers really sit out or will he play the hero coming through the tunnel uh, in you know early on in the season or will the Packers end up just saying, you know what, he's done in Green Bay. We're going to trade him before the deadline. That's what I believe will happen. Uh, but what's the beef between you and Josh right now, Ron? Because it seems like there's a lot of pent-up animosity. Ben, can you expound upon this? Because I don't want people to think this is just me manufacturing something. No, there seems I mean, to be a lot of underlying tension between the two of the you. The way I see things, Greg, is there was a wireless call that popped up on the phone. I think Josh took a peek at it, and then he, like, scooted his chair away and then I said line one Josh he picked it up and he knew it was Ron I saw his face drop so I, I don't I don't know I don't, I don't know. know wireless caller if that's Ron or not because dozens and dozens of people have the same exact thing bologna show up. sausage sandwich hey, you've memorized he used Ron's to, number Josh used to know he knew my number at the old place caller ID so he knew it when it was me and it would be a hi Ron hey I don't blame him if you're a producer at GKB you can only accept so many of my calls before you, st- like, Pratik, who I get along with, play basketball with. When he, Pratik was answering my calls towards the end, it was literally, I'll put you on hold. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Josh needs to adapt that. And thanks for the call, I, I, Ron. Oh, yeah, Thank you for the call. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. Wait, yeah, there we go. Take control <laughs> back there. You are the boss of Ron. Speaking of taking control, take control of your home insurance with American Family Insurance. We love our friends over at AmFam. Go to AmFam.com to find your American Family Insurance agent, especially if you're buying your first home. Uh, It's a complex situation. It's stressful. AmFam offers a digital quoting tool that makes it easier for you to take more control of your insurance and compare good, better, and best coverage options so you get a policy that meets your specific needs. I work with AmFam. I am a first-time homeowner, and it has been a godsend. When we had to put in a claim, I could call and uh, call, talk to my agent, Katie, who I've known for a long time, who we trust, and ask, okay, so what do I do here? What do I do there? And they took care of it for me. Do not just go with the nameless, faceless caller line in terms of your extension. The people who are going to be insuring your home that you work so hard to achieve, uh, talk to some folks at AmFam. Find your American family insurance agent at AmFam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly, and remember, when you protect both your home and auto with American family, you can save up to 28%. We've given some of our biggest takeaways from the Rogers interview last night with Kenny Mayne. We'll be joined by Packers Hall of Famer. He was part of Are You Smarter Than Ben Bruss. Mark Tauscher joins us next to give us his biggest takeaway from the Aaron Rodgers interview last night. That's next. That's Galzo and Bruss. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Scalzo and Brust has the best, most loyal, uh, smart, smartest, intelligent. I don't know about smartest, but but best fans out there. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Are you demanding a trade? With, yeah, with my situation, look, it's it's never been about uh, you know, never been about the draft pick. Taking Jordan, I love Jordan. He's a great kid. Um, you know, he, a lot of fun to, to work together. 
Uh, I love coaching staff, love my teammates, you know, love the fan base in Green Bay. Incredible, incredible 16 years. That, the voice, a future Packer Hall of Famer, future NFL Hall of Famer, Aaron Rodgers, as he appeared last night with Kenny Mayne on SportsCenter, Kenny Mayne's last SportsCenter. This is Scalzo and Bross, presented by Broken Brewery across ESPN Wisconsin. From one future Hall of Famer to one current Packer Hall of Famer, Mark Tauscher. You hear him every day, 9 to noon, on Wildy and Tauscher. And, of course, listen to their podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Joins us now. Tauscher, what was your biggest takeaway from Rodgers on SportsCenter with Kenny Mayne last night? Um, I think, the, you know, to me the biggest one, was, the biggest thing was the fact that he went through a litany of, different things that he loves about the organization, but he, it's not like he aired any big grievances, but it was abundantly clear. You know, Aaron Rodgers talks when, when he talks, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to message things without really being uber descriptive. And you came away knowing he does not like this general manager. He does not like the way this organization is treating former players, the way that they've treated certain guys. And he's not happy with how he's been treated, and that was who are, who are those clear. certain guys? Who are those certain guys? Of what? Like what former players? I just think he doesn't like the way that Jake Kumaro. I don't think he liked the way Jordy Nelson left. I don't think he liked the way Charles Woodson was released. I think when you Julius Peppers not being offered a contract, I think when you Got read it. through the lines, you can start seeing. A lot of young players and the Packer way and how things have been done, I think you could tell last night that Aaron Rodgers has said there's certain things and how they've handled things has not been the way he, he wants. And I think he got to the point where after they drafted Jordan Love, he saw that this happened to other players. And listen, this business is tough. Everybody knows that going in. I think Aaron realized it last year when that happened. That's when he said it's been going on now for over a year. And you have to kind of read in between what he's saying because he doesn't come out and always say it. You have to decipher. And those are some of the things that I took away from last night's uh, conversation. You know, Tausch, you are an expert decipherer. I am as well. The first thing that I texted to our group is he hates Goody so much. I want to know how much he hates Goody. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much does Aaron Rodgers hate Brian Gutekunst? Why? You're always a scale guy. You always like getting a number on stuff. <laughs> Measurables. Just like Goody. I think he's probably at an eight right now. I don't think it's like a, you know, total vitriol, like blah, but I think there is so much animosity and, you know, what it all stems from. I think we just kind of went through that. That wasn't even Brian Gutekunst stuff. I think the drafting uh, on how things played out, and I think the communication skills uh, that that Goody and Mark Murphy and the front office, Russ Ball, yeah, when you call out Matt LaFleur and you call out the coaches and how you love them, the players, the fans, it didn't leave a lot of interpreting last night. Even you, Benny, you're going to figure out that stuff. And it sounds like you did decipher it, which that tells you how overt uh, Aaron Rodgers was last night. Okay, that is the deepest stray shot I have ever caught what do you in my mean? life. It wasn't stray. It was a very direct shot. I'm, I'm you're so right dumb. You, I'm, you no, figured I it out. Say that. I didn't say dumb at all. I said, uh, I don't remember what I said, but I know <laughs> I didn't say dumb. 
Oh man. So so Tausche, it seemed like you were kind of in the you know seventy five percent he's gone mode, and then you may have started edging back towards. I think he's coming back. Johnny Hedge. It sounds like after last night you uh, are more on oh, the okay. he gone. I'm not saying you're Johnny Hedge. I'm saying you've had a no. sliding scale. No, I, I because information comes out and you make I, I agree opinions off of it. I have never been over fit. I have always been. I don't know where. Homer and Tony put me down at 40-some-odd percent. I've never been under 50 that he'll be back because I never believed that he would get to this point. I thought I knew he was upset. I knew there were a lot of issues. We discussed that ad nauseum all of February, March, April. So I always understood that piece of it, but I did not think he would miss OTAs. I didn't think any of that until the Schefter thing. And then with the draft and Schlereth coming out, the time when Schlereth put out his tweet that said that the Denver deal is almost done, as dialed in as he is in Denver, that was where I was at my lowest. That's when I thought, let's get through this draft, let's get cooler heads, and let's figure things out. And as time has elapsed, you've heard former teammates talking. They think it's, I still, even after what he said last night, and I, I don't think anybody came away feeling a lot better about the situation after listening to Aaron. But what I continue to come back to, and I've said this on your guys' show now for weeks, I have a really hard time. Green Bay is not going to trade him. I have a really hard time figuring out how he's going to sit. He can miss training camp. Is he really going to have the cojones to not play when they go down to New Orleans and not come back? And all the people that he just said that he loves, the trainers, you know, the fans, the coaches, and most importantly, his teammates, knowing that they're not going to be as successful, knowing that he's going to be 38 years old and not go back and play, I have a hard time envisioning that. I might be wrong, but that's why I'm always staying on that north side of 50 until he's missing those games. Talking with Tausch here on Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. Uh of course, Tausch from Wilde and Tausch. So you talk about how uh, you think Rodgers still could potentially come back because the Packers are digging in their heels. If Aaron Rodgers does return to the Green Bay Packers, will the Packers front office change anything about the way they operate? I mean, I think in order for Aaron to come back, there's going to have to be some concessions. And I, I've stood by my theory that Green Bay is going to have to swallow the pill and just say, hey, we're one year here. You come back, and then we will give you the freedom, which is what he wants, to be able to go where he wants, and you, we're going to be tested. We need to show you, not tell you, show you that we're handling things differently. We're bringing veterans, and we're doing different things so that you as a 38-year-old quarterback have opportunity after opportunity to win a championship. So all that other stuff, like I think, you know, in order for him to come back, there's going to have to be some concessions on both sides. I think that's still doable. That's where I think the wedding crashers bit came into play last night. I know that was a gnarly divorce, but you get some miles, they get some miles, maybe I get a little miles. I think that is the saying, I'll give a little, you have to give some, and hopefully we can figure out a short-term solution because he does not want to sit out this full season. There is no way that that's what he wants. And there's, I can't imagine Green Bay willingly trading him unless he's willing to sit out. And that's where this thing's going to come to a head. Yeah, Tausch, he has a competitor I can't imagine an MVP not 
like being on the field if he's completely healthy the next year. So I completely understand from that standpoint. But I continue to be fixated on the fact that he was wearing a white T-shirt, had the greasiest hair in the world. What the hell is going on with your guy and his look right now? Because he, he looks lost. Well, he's fasting or he's doing, I don't know, whatever type of cleanse that is. I, I don't know. I mean, I think he is, he is just finding himself. Like he's you know, he's obviously in love. He's getting married. He's out in Hawaii. He's, you know, listening to music. He's singing. He's karaokeing. I, I think he is just enjoying his life. And I think he is. Somebody called in this uh, this morning to our show and was basically saying he wants to have in his professional life what he has in his personal life. He has bliss. He's figured things out. He doesn't want to have to be walking on eggshells and being miserable in his professional life. How they rectify that, I don't know. And that's something that they have to figure out because I think he is really happy and dialed in personally, and we saw that last year. Now can you do that professionally? That's the task that Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst have to figure out. 15 pounds is a lot, right? He's not that big of a guy where he could just – like, are you concerned about all – like, does that get him into better playing shape? Um, let me tell you something. I'd probably be the last guy you'd ask about cleansing and losing a bunch of weight. I will say, I think there's a lot of, uh, you guys do a lot of different things, especially as you get older, you try to figure out what can you do to prolong your career. He's doing that. I think he, you know, somebody said he bought the TB 12 book. Somebody sees one, another player that has a ton of success in this league. They want to know how they're doing it. And Tom Brady has had a ton of success past 40 where not many quarterbacks have. And I think Aaron is just looking for different ways to continue to challenge himself and to figure out how he can play as long as he can. Tausche, does he actually love Jordan Love? He's like, oh, I love Jordan. Like, is, or is that just he's trying to take a page from what he went through and just trying to not get in the same book as Brett Favre? Yeah, I don't know. But I do know I'm sure that he took a lot from that relationship with Brett and where it is now from where it was when Brett was kind of in the same position that Aaron is now. And, I definitely think Aaron likes Jordan Love. I think he, you know, wants to be a good teammate, but he does not want Jordan Love to take his job. You know, there's the, from the whole mentoring standpoint, I think he wants to help Jordan Love as much as he can, and he wants to. I think he enjoys Jordan Love's the competition side of it, but I don't know their personal relationship. But I, I firmly believe that what Aaron said last night. Yeah, I, I believe what he said. I believe he believes that. Taushi, thank you as always for the time on the way out. I'll let you uh, uh, jump in here as well. But if there's one person that could probably figure out this Packers situation, it's got to be Gina Della from Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, right? Well, I know one thing. Gina can solve all problems, anything Windows, if you need the six years of no interest. If you want to upgrade, now is the time. And what I still love most about Pella, all these people building houses right now, you can't get product. With Gina, you're going to get your pillow windows and doors, and you're going to get them within that eight-week window, which is unheard of with this housing market. Thank you, Tausche. See you, guys. Talk to Tausch next week. Yes, he mentioned it. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Six years, no interest. Call him. 855-PELLA-WI. 855-PELLA-WI. Stop by the Experience Center in Brookfield or in Madison on the Beltline to check out Pella rated number one in America for highest value, highest quality, increasing home value. Or go to PellaWI.com slash radio and read about their limited lifetime warranty, their 10-year installation warranty. Tausch has worked with Gina and her team. I've worked with them on replacement windows and doors. There is not a better team in the state of Wisconsin. 
Wisconsin. Then Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. 855-PELLA-WI. 800-990-3776. That is our number. What's your number one takeaway from the Aaron rodgers Kenny Main interview from last night? Again, 800-990-3776. We'll get to you, the Scalzo and Brust family, next on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. We have uh, the hall monitor back on air again. Right. Did he we'll invite himself back, back on? All right. Are we going to your wedding we or what? I'll have you guys know I was the master of ceremonies for my <laughs> graduation right. from Lake Canoe right. Middle hey, School. Hang up on him, please. Thank Thanks you for, for the call. call. Right. Cool. Uh, they- <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, no reaction to the the whole philosophy and and, and people conversation, though, from from Matt. And I wanted to ask you, too, about the players that are here. What do you think about Jordan Love transferred classroom work to field work? Yeah, I just want to keep it about the guys that are here right now. And Matt LaFleur wants to keep every comment he has about the players that are at OTAs right now. That doesn't include the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. It also doesn't include pretty much any wide receiver either, which I know they're trying to tell us is not a part uh, of any sort of conspiracy and that individually Matt LaFleur says he's talked to them all and they're not connected. But the Packers are pretty much missing every major wide receiver on their roster in addition to their starter quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Bakhtiari not there, although he's working in himself back from an injury um it's it just an interesting time to be up at where again benny 1265 lombardi avenue nailed it uh as that again matt lafleur talking from otas this is scalzo and brust across espm wisconsin uh he's ben brust i'm greg scalzo Cortland cuevas joshi dimaggio running the show and of course you the scalzo and brust family on twitter at scalzo and brust calling us texting us 800-990-3776 and on twitter at scalzo and brust posted the question is aaron Rodgers going through a midlife crisis 70 percent of you say yes 30 percent say no apple man of the orchard chimes in 800-990-3776 says with Shailene Woodley by his side Aaron has turned into a flower child from the 60s have another puff Aaron have another puff apple man in the apple orchard you know roll it light it there it is 800-990-3776 Daniel the Sloth says maybe there's a huge love triangle going on now Rogers is hurt from being left out of the circle with Matt Goody and love it's tough to let that part of your your life go see I don't think so because if that were the case then he wouldn't have referenced Matt LaFleur on SportsCenter with Kenny Mayne that he loves the coaching staff you know he would have felt so neglected that it was Goody and LaFleur together. Now, if anything, Goody's on the outside. I bet Matt LaFleur's more on Aaron's side. Austin from the fall says maybe Elway and Rogers had some of Colorado finest on the golf course, and now he wants to go to Denver. You know, roll it and light it. Again, don't blame Tony Evers because uh, that is not the reason why weed is not legal here in Wisconsin. You know, roll it and light it. Who knows? The uh, bleep you, Aaron, that Kenny Main dropped to close out the interview was the best thing ever. That was the biggest takeaway from 608 there. F*** you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, a I'm a good one. I'd be mad at uh, Aaron, too, if Kenny got in, because I believe it was because Aaron Rodgers told Kenny Main to get invested in crypto, and crypto took a big dip 
recently, so Kenny Mayne's profile is hurting right now. you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Benny, how's your crypto profile, Dale? It definitely dipped. It's definitely not in the positive right now, Greg Scalzo. Thank you for asking. What would you like to say to Aaron Rodgers? Josh, play the clip. you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Jonah Nakadamwak says, I think Aaron's actually the most comfortable he's been in a long time. I mean, he's just had his best season ever. That's not someone who's uncomfortable or in a crisis. He's been this way for a bit during the Pat McAfee podcast during the regular season. No, I mean, I mean look, go ahead. I mean, yeah, he's worn different like T-shirts, but he looks horrible. Like he just—he looks horrible. Like I can't get over it. He was on national television on SportsCenter, looking like he got done sweating playing two v two hoops in the middle of summer in a white T-shirt. It was just—it's a gross look with jeans and shoes in the background, like. Like, get it together for Kenny's last Sports Center, dude. You know, roll it, light it. Yeah, I think Rodgers, again, we hit a lot of my takeaways. I don't think he looked great. I do think he's probably going through some stuff. Um, his bitterness towards the front office is apparent, even as he's trying to show himself being this thoughtful, empathetic individual. He's certainly letting one individual that shouldn't have real estate in his head, even though the guy signs his paychecks. Um, although, I don't know. Who actually does sign his paychecks? That's I think an interesting probably question. Murphy, right? Mur- Murphy, it, right? It, He's like biz operations. That's money or Maybe guy. he's CFO. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Yeah, and look, I, I think Who that signs ultimately... Our checks? Does anybody sign checks anyway? It's all direct deposit nowadays. I mean, yes, somebody, somebody still has to sign it. Right? All right, okay. Uh, I did think the allusion to divorce was interesting. And again, I think Rogers, if he does truly believe the organization is about the people and he is a man of the people, would not sit out. He would play again for the Packers if the Packers did not trade him. What I miss? I just waved at one of the workers here for no apparent reason. I, Did she give me a head nod? N- no, just stared at you. Okay, that's why I gave her the high, because I was just trying to be nice. We will continue to break down the Aaron Rodgers interview like the what, Benny? Josh said something in my ear I couldn't, I couldn't hear. What? We're going to continue to break down the Aaron Rodgers interview like the what? Like white on rice? Nailed it! On the tee up next to Milwaukee, Spain and Fitz in Madison. Remember that whole Zapruder bit, uh, bit that we I had? Mean, yeah. That was yesterday. We were on to a new, new bit today.